Welcome to the Shake It Show with your hosts Faraz and Dable. And despite a bit of a delay and uh, a bit of a crazy Ramadan, post-Ramadan period, we're back at it again with Shake It. How are you, Faraz? Hello, Dable. It's like everyone. Yeah, good. I'm the man. I'm not too bad. I don't know if you can tell by my voice. I've got a little bit of a sore throat type of things, like a little bit. It's a little bit uh, sort of huskier than normal. It's a bit more Morgan Freeman today. Well, no, so, it adds to the gravitas of your voice <laughs> on the radio show. I think uh, thank you, thank you. people will be struggling to keep themselves, uh, I'm sure, <laughs> focused on uh, the content, distracted you, by thank your you. husky voice. <laughs> uh, might as well release an album while I'm at it. Um, what's happening, AA? How's your time been? Of course, we've had a little bit of an interruption in streaming for a little bit. Not too bad, but um, uh, it's, been, it's been a pretty uh, event-less couple of weeks i think <laughs> oh yeah i think sometimes we when we're in the zone and we got the flow going we kind of mark more events in the sense that we think of more things um but i imagine for yourself as it has been for me it's just been one of those uh crazy work periods um way too much yeah. work not enough time i mean i was saying today we're recording this on wednesday night and uh tomorrow will be exactly one month since raid uh, it's just insane. I can't I can't wrap my head around that. I mean, Ramadan always feels like, even if it goes quickly, it feels like a substantial period each day means something. Whereas, uh, God, it goes so quickly after Ramadan. One month—that's crazy, man. One month. I mean, yeah, yeah, and like the cat. I feel like the countdown to next Ramadan has already begun. <laughs> like, uh, say that again. Sorry for us. Uh, uh, you know, I will admit, um, my virgin internet provider is being. Very temperamental today, so oh, I yeah. am worried about what this is going to sound like. Um, but say that again because you just dropped off. Me. <laughs> it sounds pretty good, but I was, I was just going to say, yeah, the count, the countdown to Ramadan has already begun. Uh, yeah, you know what's mad when um they do like um uh what's the word I'm looking for? You have um uh the six months to Ramadan. That one always always takes me by surprise when it's been basically five months since Ramadan, so you have no six months left. I mean, I never never get my head around that yeah yeah it's, it's it, it is honestly crazy it's crazy and it's scary at the same time man but there you go Alhamdulillah, it's time to you know what the, i suppose that the big thing that's happened is the weather has completely changed the last oh, two weeks yeah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, man. Um, oh my god bro i need the summer so much I, I mean, i'm sure we mention this every time and i mention it every time but yeah the, the factor of mood is just next level well, I, I didn't quite realize, but our May was just so cold as well. It wasn't just wet. It was like genuinely cold and chilly. Um, for us, am I right in thinking you're looking at your kitten right now? I am. Yeah, you got a kitten, haven't you? <laughs> I've got a kitten, but she's jumping in my bag. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> she's trying to get into my bag. I'm like getting distracted. Well, that's news. That's something we didn't talk about. You got a kitten. Yeah, you got a little kitten. Yeah, a little cutie um, cat. I think it's about time. Um uh, they don't, I don't think we're quite ready for a fifth child, so we decided to get him instead. <laughs> uh, what, what did you name him or her? Uh, so we called her Cookie. Cookie. She's very light, yeah, light brown. Someone did say it's a very pornographic sounding name. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. this is probably true, but she does look cookie? like a cookie. <laughs> she does look like a she does look like a cookie because it's uh, uh, you know she's got light brown skin with fluctuations in brown. I don't know, man. When you say cookie, I'm thinking like edible. Um, yeah. You're very, very handsome. 
uh, pretty cat, mashallah. Um, yeah, it's funny as well because your last cat was like Muaz uh, named after yeah. the outside, <laughs> so it was cat and like Quran and Sunnah, and now you're like cookie. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's good, man. You know what? I, I, I always loved cats like a lot, and just never really had a chance or opportunity to keep one because the kids were always a bit young. And to be honest, she stays hidden throughout most of the day because my one year old is psycho. Like legit psycho. We were sitting the other day. We were sitting down, me and my older, two, like older two kids, and then all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> Mariam Hussam goes, goes, Baba, look, and literally Rahma was holding Cookie with the tail upside down, <laughs> and the cat was just like suspended in midair, thinking, what on earth just happened? And she's just like, Baba, look, and she's just holding. She's been carrying the cat around up, upside down on the tail like this entire time. I'm like, oh my god, poor cat, man. The cat, the cat is literally traumatized. She knows to run for her life whenever she enters, whenever Rahma enters the room, because pretty funny. Because uh, <laughs> the cat, cats are clever, man. They know who to trust and not trust. She's pleasant, and she's not scared of the cat at all. But uh, I'll show you an amazing picture of her holding, uh, holding cookies. But yeah, that's nice, good man. like that. I think cats sound. Um, I, they're not particularly vicious either. No, uh, they're not. They're good with rough housing. They're okay with it. Yeah, but I think they are. Know, you know, Cookie and probably understands just thinks of Rahma as a you know particularly aggressive feel. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, oh, I, I love cats. I'm a big fan. Yeah, so. we have this um cat which is an ours, and um, mm. I think basically with the previous owner of the house used to take care of it. It lives across the road, but it really wants to move in. Like really? genuinely, just really, just it's constantly with us. Constantly, if you leave any window open, it will climb in. And when it climbs in, like sometimes I give it food just to get it away, but it doesn't even want food. It just wants to like chill out in our house with us. <laughs> and it's really rude because I can't keep it around because um, one, it's not our cat, but two as well. Like I just haven't got a litter box or anything like that. So I can't yeah, let yeah. the cat stay in during the night. Um, but I always feel bad kicking it out because it, it seems to want us more than its actual owners. Oh no. And you know, it'll meow outside the house. And I think actually it's getting old because I think it's got like cat Alzheimer's or something. Cause oh, no. you know, the weird thing is it stopped meowing at me and it started doing the cat noise. You know, the noise cats make to each other. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. So the cat doesn't meow at me anymore. It makes the cat noise. So it thinks I'm a cat. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's <laughs> going on, man. Oh man. Poor thing. Does she, does she have a collar? No, no, but again, literally, she lives across the road. So, you know, um, you, you've actually seen her with the owners. Is it? I, I know the owners, I've spoken oh. to them, I got their name from them. Um, and uh, yeah, they don't seem, they, they don't seem to happy about it being with us, but it's like it's not my problem. Like, <laughs> clearly, it doesn't like your house. And the thing is, the owners have a dog and they also have a snake. Do they? I'm like, I wouldn't want to live in a house with a dog and a snake <laughs> if I was a cat. Like, no one they prefers us. So, to get away. Exactly. Like, oh my God, no, yeah, bro, I, I wouldn't want to live in a house like that. Forget cats. <laughs> uh, but yeah, wow. Okay, okay. Maybe slowly you can adopt it, and one day they'll just knock on the door and be like, "Can you have a cat back?" And you're like, "What cat?" <laughs> oh man. Let it cat. choose. Let it choose. Let it choose. Yes. Right in the middle, and I'll see who it comes to. Because I there's, know a, there's a TikTok trend for that. Have you seen it? I don't think I have. No. So there's a trend where um, <laughs> you leave a child. <laughs> Leave a child in the middle of the road and parents run in each direction opposite and they basically see who the child follows. <laughs> you should Ooh, try it. That's interesting. Have you tried it? I haven't tried it actually. Um, you know what? It, it. Com- it completely depends on, on my son's mood. I know it would. I can predict it. <laughs> if he wants kind of like, you know, comfort, care and attention, 
he'd go to his mum. And if he wants to play, he'd come to me. There'd be no question about it. It depends on his mood entirely. If he was in a fun mood, he'd be like, I'm going with dad. And if he's like, you know, tired or hungry, he'd be like, I'm going with mum. That's so funny. That's, that's true. That is actually true. Maybe you should wait until he's well fed, looked after, refreshed, and just wants to be playful. Exactly, yeah. Play to my strength. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, um, what else has been happening to me? I guess... Um, well, the weather's been good, alhamdulillah. And yeah, and last week, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say last, last, it wasn't last week because it's a fortnight ago we did our episode. We were speaking about the uh, UFA dossier um, and uh, we were speaking about different theories. Um, and you shared an interesting tweet from uh, uh, someone who basically said that UFOs are jinns. Yeah, that freaked me out, right, man? <laughs> that like totally freaked me out. Like there's a legit, legitimate belief uh, that... Um, you know, this 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 uh, the person who shared it is uh, fairly reputable, and um, no, I trust him. He's a nice bro, mashallah, and quite knowledgeable. Um, and um, yeah, he was saying that uh, UFOs are basically a uh, a form of jinn manifestation. So it's jinn advanced technology. And I'm like, I thought it'd be a lot more subtle, though. Like, why would they make it visible as well at the same time? No, it's possible, though. It's very possible, and it's kind of creepy. Um, but it makes sense. I, I just feel some UFO tech, I just feel it's still beyond humans, man. Like, should, that's that a level sense. of... I mean, you know. I never really thought of jinns and technology for whatever reason. I felt like, you know, their inherent abilities were probably sufficient. Like, we need technology to make up for the fact we can't do certain things. But actually, um, it also, I guess, makes sense if you're a civilization, they would have technology. Um, and I guess, you know, like you're saying, what would they be seen? I mean, they could be the equivalent of, like, you know, Gin kites, like these are kids playing around with like oh super fast and something like that. Like the, <laughs> the real tech, we don't even see. Wow, wow, that's that is incredible. You can imagine they probably have elements and stuff they use to build this tech that we don't even know exists. Like they won't be using materials that we know, or maybe they do. I don't know. They can't surely. I don't know. Oh, well, what, I guess why would they? I guess if they have the, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, this is this is. I can't even begin to theorize. Like, what what technology would it look like? What would they be doing with it? What would they be using it for that they can't do themselves inherently? Um, I mean, there's so many questions, but um, it's 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 just uh, uh, interesting in the sense that I think um, this is the first time we've had proper confirmations because I've seen like a few threads as well where people like talking about different theories um, and a lot of like explanations. Like, I think the one I side on is it's you know, COVID technology developed by different nation states. Um, but, you know, this individual is saying it's way beyond, well advanced of anything human beings can do publicly at the moment. So it'd be very unlikely for this to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, others are saying like mass hallucination, but they're saying it's not mass hallucination because it's on record. It's, it's recorded with digital and, you know, objective equipment. So it's not hallucination. It's on, you know, it's on video, it's on footage, it's got radar, it's got the whole kind of, there are established evidences for this. Um, which I thought was interesting as well, just kind of listing off the, the explanations and how they don't fit and how actually there isn't a reasonable explanation, which is kind of fun. It's nice to have mysteries. It is. It is kind of fun and also kind of creepy and, and, and scary, man. Uh, like ever since I read that, I'm like, wow, that's that's a reality. And the thing is then, you try and think of all of this in the context of people who experience ex- like who describe experiences with aliens and UFOs and like, you know, mm. abductions and things like that. Like are abductions just like a pseudo possession type of situation going on? Mm. 
I like, mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Let's let's not go too deep down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Considering uh, one, it's late for me, and two, I imagine some people listen to this late. They don't want to hear a deep dark conversation about sort of uh, possession right. and abduction and you know repressed traumatic mis- memories. Um, so what else is in the news? Uh, nothing much, I guess. Um, lockdown continues. Uh, lockdown easing continues, I guess. There's not much. I think last time we talked, everything had pretty much opened. I don't think anything's really changed apart from the age of um, vaccinations being reduced. So now under like uh, under 30s and things are well underway and there's huge queues for it, which is great to see that there's a good turnout. Uh, but there's an interesting article uh, in, uh, in USA uh, where they were talking about joints for jabs. Do you want to tell us about this one, W? Well, um, you've summed up my knowledge to, of it. <laughs> I think it's in Washington <laughs> and basically they're um, literally offering um, marijuana joints uh, as an incentive for, again, the uh, vaccinations. From my understanding, there's parts of America where uptake is very, very low. So like in you know mm. the UK, there's a bit of vaccine hesitancy, but it's not massive. Mm. Whereas there are entire, like, you know, I've heard the stories several times over in places in America where they've set up a vaccination clinic or a hub and they've not had a single person attend for the vaccination. Um, so I think in America, there seems to be a much bigger movement against the vaccine than in other parts of uh, the world. Um, and this is just one of the ways to get younger people to do it. Um, but I mean, in COVID news, um, something which feels substantial is that there's not been a COVID death in Wales in the last two weeks, which that's is amazing. really quite impressive. That's that's very significant. Yeah, I think Wales is yeah. substantially ahead of the UK, England in terms of, um, I think, vaccine rollout, but also mm. recovery at the moment. So it, it gives you a sense of like hope, doesn't it, that you know we're going to be getting back to, uh, you know, business as normal after what as well, like a year and a half. Yeah. It's been really long. Yeah, for sure. I mean, saying that the cases, some cases have been rising in some areas, but with the Indian variant, but actually, Alhamdulillah, it seems that the vaccine uh, is holding out against the Indian variant as well. Um, so, so that's good. Uh, I think, let's just watch the space. I don't want to get my hopes too high. Uh, you know, I, I think this... Yeah, that's what we did last summer, right? That's what we did, yeah. exactly. And then winter just went to hell. So let's watch the space. I reckon if we can get through this winter without a wave, I think we're truly and well over it. Yeah, I think um, the optimist in me is hoping this is the, the final hurdle. We, we cleared this and we're good. Uh, I think the pessimist is expecting um, there to be basically for the next few years, lots of different variants, lots of different vaccination waves um, and lots of kind of, you know, uh, moving back and forth between this. Um, So, yeah, I'm just putting down the record. Let's find out how it goes. Um, But, you know, let's move on to the stuff we're good at, which is the stuff we we love talking about, Um, you know, which is escapism and also an opportunity to reflect on, you know, the less depressing news. Yes. um, Which is shake it up. Yeah. So um, uh, two items which are kind of related, but let's start with the first one. Um, I saw this diagram and I shared it with you, which is basically the three main strategies for time travel in films. Yes. Yes. Does this ring a bell? Yeah. Yep. 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 Very. Um... So in a nutshell, you have you have the fixed timeline. Yeah. Okay. So, so you have the fixed timeline. Sorry. Which, <laughs> are we yeah. well, are we off sync? Yeah. I think we're slightly out of sync, but it's my <laughs> fault. It's not even my fault. It's Virgin's fault. It's Virgin Internet. You know, like um, uh, yesterday, the internet went down, I think, 
globally. Um, I don't know if you remember that particular news story, but quite a few websites were completely offline because a particular host went off. And I thought that was the problem, but the actual problem was uh, my internet provider is, I don't know why I'm paying them so much money when they can't provide a reliable service. It's very frustrating. That is ridiculous. That sounds ridiculous and frustrating. I mean, internet is life now, man. <laughs> exactly. At this point, like, you know, it's, it's, it's without internet. I am genuinely, truly in prison, you know, stuck in a room. Uh, so yeah, you we were saying there's three, th- three different strategies. You have the fixed timeline, which is, um, you know, wherever has happened is going to happen. Whatever you do was destined to happen already. And there's no way you can change it. So that's the first strategy. Yep. Okay. So do we, uh, and they had examples as well, didn't they? They had film examples. So, yeah. Um, uh, I think the neatest one I can remember um, on, on film and TV is like Harry Potter um, and the Prisoner of Azkaban. So they never changed the past when they go back in time. I've got it. I've, they I've simply got it open did what was well. going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Potter yeah, so uh, they did what was going to happen already. The Terminator and 12 Monkeys. Mm. This is like the most Islamic version because it's all yeah. Qadr. It's all written. It's Qadr, you can't change it. can be changed. So they said, uh, um, shall I read out the example for it? Yeah, go ahead. Say you travel back in time in order to kill Adolf Hitler as a baby in order to prevent World War II. Uh, you place him with an orphan baby so that the family will not notice. You travel back to the future and the replaced baby grows up to become Adolf Hitler himself. So you never changed anything. That was always meant to happen. It's a cycle that continues forever. Yeah, yeah. Which is always the neatest and most satisfying, I think, explanation. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, second example is where basically things can change, a dynamic timeline. Um, and this is where you end up having paradoxes. So you, for example, go back in time, you shoot your grandfather. That prevents you from being born. Born. Uh, yeah. So you either disappear or die when that happens. Um, yeah. But then because you don't exist, you don't kill your grandfather. So he carries on living and then you are born. But because you're born, you then go back in time and kill your grandfather and so on. So it becomes a paradox um, that you either have the fix or whatever, but things can change throughout the timeline. And you get that in quite a lot of things, but I think Back to the Future is the most famous uh, example of that, right? Back to the Future, yeah, I think that's the one. That's the only example they give in that. But I can't think of any of the recent ones um, where that happens. But yeah, okay. And what was yeah, the third no, one? I'm trying to think of a few more with those. But I think, yeah, you're right. It's not very common anymore um, because of the paradox. Um, and the third one is basically the multiverse idea. So every time you go back in time, you um, create a new timeline. So there's lots of different timelines. And obviously Marvel is quite famous for doing this. Um, but it's also, you know... Um, They've used it in quite a few films to um, create reboots. So when they kind of do a reboot of a show, sometimes they use the timeline idea to do that, like create an ultimate alternate universe with a different history. So the Star Trek movies with um, Chris Pine, is it? Um, those yeah, ones yeah. are uh, a reboot where they have Spock from the original timeline, the prime timeline, come back in, and he changes the trajectory of history so that they have this new timeline and that's where the movies are set so you have so the timeline thing. branches out really sort of thing exactly yeah yeah so um that's the three strategies and honestly i did spend some time trying to think of a fourth strategy like a fourth way of doing time travel and i couldn't think of one i wonder whether it involves maybe yeah you can't really because different timelines are essentially different dimensions right like are they are they, are they synonymous yeah, that's what they're saying. So um, yeah. if 
an alternate timeline that occurs as a different dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, and I've been trying to think like, is there a way besides the free theories, besides time travel, which is fixed, besides the paradox, besides the multiverse? Um, and I haven't been able to think of one. So I guess this is pretty accurate. And I've had a few days on this, just trying to think like, because I thought it'd be, you know, an interesting kind of thought experiment to try and think of time in a completely different way. Um, but no, I think those three are the three that you can you can use. Um, so I quite like that. Well, I quite well, like well, that. Talking about time, where was, where was Interstellar? Interstellar, I think. It's number be... one. It's number one, isn't it? Number one. Yeah, number one. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the plot of Interstellar. Because um, she goes, remember he goes, he communicates with his daughter uh, through the bookshelf. And yeah, the but you see yeah. that at the beginning as well. You see so that at the beginning, exactly. That's always yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. number one. I think number one's the best. It's always the tightest and is most satisfying, and it, it shows is. the best planning in the storytelling. Um, uh, uh, the paradox idea, I think, can work, but you don't see it that often. Because well, uh, what happened multi- with Avengers? What happened? What happened with Endgame? Yeah, so they were they were multiverse. They were three, weren't they? Number three, the third one. Yeah, yeah, it's the third one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, for me, it's the, I I personally find it the worst of all the timeline stories. I agree. I agree. It's very unsatisfying. It's very lazy. And you know, when I heard about the plot, or at least like I heard that they were planning all these kind of um, ships with the original kind of outfits, what I was hoping is that actually what they had done is they had planned this plot element out from the very first movies. So it would explain things in the movies that were innocuous or you didn't pay attention to in the first round. So when you rewatched them, you realize that actually what they kind of did was in the movie already, um, but they didn't plan that far ahead. But if they had, it just would have made it, I think, the you know greatest, most satisfying kind of... Um, uh, delivery of all cinematic history, like it, it really would have been, it it would have been incredible. And I, I suppose they tried to they try they tried to involve the older films, but what they did instead was just create some new um, some new situations and new scenarios and scenes that we hadn't seen before. Um, yeah, yeah. Where I was really hoping they would basically have scenes which would fit into the timeline without anything yeah. being changed, because that was the direction they were saying they were kind of talking about not changing the timeline they were talking about how you can't you know kill hitler and stuff but it was just i think um they were constrained by what had gone before so understandable um but yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm a big fan of that kind of uh, storytelling um and uh, it brings us quite neatly into a uh, loki right because uh, have you seen loki yet I uh, have not. No, have you? Oh, okay. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, I have. Okay, okay. So I guess uh, with our spoilers, um, what are your thoughts for the first um, episode? Yeah, well, it's very good. It's really, um, I think, uh, more promising than the other two Marvel shows. I mean, to be fair, it was, um, WandaVision was good fun. It was like, you know, it was fun television to watch and lots of theories, but I think it didn't deliver in the end with uh, what they had set up. Falcon and the Witch Soldier was very kind of like, it was very just perfunctory. It was just a straightforward action yeah. story. Not much yeah. going on. Yeah. This feels the closest to watching a new Marvel movie. Mm. It's meant to be one of the most expensive produced shows as well. So I'm all there for the production values. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one is pretty, pretty um, uh, small budget, I think, compared yeah. to what probably they have planned. Um, not that much happened, but it was satisfying because it was, 
it's all about the dialogue and the conversations and um setting up i think what's going to happen next so in that sense it was it was very good so i think uh uh yeah it's it's it, it feels like a long movie that's definitely what it feels like but you know what i mean loki for me is a it's an enigma man the fact that he became so huge in such a short space of time and with such a small role as well really like you know in the original films um but he just became such such an iconic character uh, i think that's purely down to tom hiddleston as as an actor and as a personality and how he sold it and uh, i mean to have an entire series based on him is just shows you what an achievement his character is i think easily the best villainous character i say villainous but maybe anti-hero is the better phrase now i start off villainous perhaps um but yeah, yeah. no he's, he's- He's definitely one of those guys who, um, you know, it, he could have been a very straightforward, boring villain. Um, and I think it was the, the actor who brought in more. And it's always interesting when that happens, right? Um, it happened a lot in Game of Thrones, where the plot was being changed because certain actors were very popular yes. um, and were fan favorites. So they kind yeah. of built in more around them um, when there wasn't so much of a role for them in the story, but they just created more of a role um, and vice versa as well. Like, like Tyrion, Characters are really important. Mm. Yeah, Tyrion was huge. I mean, Tyrion was always, uh, I think, a big part of the books as well. Mm, but it definitely mm. leaned on him more because he's such a fan favorite. I think Bronn was uh, an example of someone who was a very minor character um, mm. in the books and just becomes a massive character in the show. Um, yeah. And vice versa yeah. as well. I think um, the actor who played Barristan Selmy, um, mm. you know, he wasn't a big favorite. You know, he was just a standard character. And despite being quite important in the books, they kind of cut down his role, I think, because people didn't enjoy or weren't big fans. So it can be a problem, but I think in this case, definitely, uh, I think, uh, you know, it works out because they have a good story to tell. They have a good actor. So it'll be uh, good to see. And, I, you know, I just realized I've been doing a lot of, um, like, watching old shows. Like, I haven't been watching anything new for a while. Um, so this is, again, something <laughs> new to watch. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's good. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to uh, try and smash an episode this week if I can. Um, but it sounds good. Um yeah, I'm a big fan of Loki, and I'm I'm very excited. This is easily the show that I'm most excited for. Is there another major show coming for Marvel um, other than Loki now? After after Loki, I think it's back into the movies now. I don't think there's another show. I think they have some other stuff like cartoons, like What If, which would be mm-hmm. fun to watch. I'm up for watching some of those cartoons because I'm always okay, okay with animation. Um, uh, I don't think there's any other big shows. Not that I can okay. think of. Okay, well that's it. Let's see. I'm, I'm sure we definitely talk about the. Line before, so uh, I'm excited to see what um, what they bring. Yeah, have you watched anything else interesting or, or old or good in the last few weeks? Oh man, I don't think anything particularly exciting. Um, did I see uh, um, nothing amazing again, man? Unfortunately, um, I don't think there's much out. Anything on Netflix? Uh, no. Oh, no, maybe. there is one. Um, there I is, oh. yeah, there is one. Um, well, have we talked about Army of the Dead? I think we. Oh, did. we did, we did, we did. We did yeah, we talked There's about another it, zombie yeah. movie coming out on Netflix, um, and it stars Bill Murray, um, and um, <laughs> I can't remember his actor's name. Uh, ben Solo. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Ad- um, is it Adrian? Adrian. <laughs> Honestly, I can't remember. I what just know him as Ben Solo. What's his name? Um, uh, I'll come gosh. to you, I'm sure. You will, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah. He's, he's playing. Yeah. Okay, so it's a zombie movie. I think it's coming out in a week or two. That looks good. Okay, to be honest. Um, uh, mainly because um, Army of the Dead was so disappointing. I think I'm in the mood for some zombie flicks. Um, and over the weekend, man, I rewatched um Rush Hour. The Classic. original. Classic. Yeah. Adam, 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 Adam Driver. <laughs> Adam Driver. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was a bit nervous watching um Rush Hour to be honest because I wasn't sure if it'd live up to my memories of it. Um, but it was pretty good. It was pretty good, and some of the humor stands up still, which is impressive considering it's been two and a half decades nearly since the movie first came out. Um, and it's always worrying because uh, some movies just don't hold up to the to time. But this one was okay. Um, a bit dated in times. It feels a bit more, uh, I think, kind of uh, by the book sort of uh, buddy cop in some lines. It's just like I've heard this joke way too many times since then. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. otherwise, it works, and um, I'm surprised. You know. Two and three weren't very good, I think, comparatively, but they're a good combination. Chris Rock is just really funny. Chris Rock is genius, man. I'm surprised he hasn't He's had great. a bigger career. I, I can't, yeah, yeah. I think he was just set from Rush Hour and that's it. Um, there's always talk of Rush Hour 4 happening, um, but dynamics have changed so much. And, Sorry, Chris uh, Tucker, Chris Tucker, not Chris Rock. So I, I thought you said Chris Tucker. Rock. Did I say Chris Tucker? I mean Chris Tucker, either way. <laughs> <laughs> the Chris is man, uh, Chris Tucker. Anyway, you know, that um, I was gonna say, um, yeah, there was talk of uh, Rush Hour 4, but people were saying that, um, the sensibilities have changed so much in these 20 years that will people accept some of the same sort of jokes that sort of happened with the racial, you know, based jokes and things? Will people accept or not? Yeah, you know, I think I think people would accept them, or I think they'd be accepting because I don't think anyone will watch Rush Hour now and be like, "Oh, this is unacceptable" or anything like that. Um, well, I, I, I saw I saw I saw a TikTok old. about like, it. There's a line. There's a there's a bit in there. Where, mm-hmm. Well, Jackie Chan, um, Jackie Chan says the N word, right? Yeah, in the bar, and he says the N word. Yeah, and um, and uh, there's a TikTok saying. You I know, feel like you could pull. I think they could pull that off today. I think they could pull it off today for the for the for the context and the and the way yeah. it was delivered and the reason it was delivered. Yeah, um, I, I think what, so. I think so. Th- there's a bit in there though where like um sort of uh you know they're in a car and um Jackie Chan starts playing the radio um and Chris Tucker's like oh you don't touch a black man's radio and jokes like that I think fe- felt very dated like mm. they felt old so it was not like they was beyond the pale or too racist they just felt old like it wasn't very fresh. Um, and I'm sure I've heard those jokes elsewhere as well. So I think they'd have to up the game a bit. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think now. There's probably some jokes like Chinese racist jokes that Chris Tucker makes in two or three. Um, like the stupid um, one where someone's name is who. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have that whole back and forth. Like, I don't <laughs> think that would work very well today. Um, because it's just it's so basic humor it's like it's like the really most childish humor you can have um oh, but again it's chris tucker man he can he can really deliver some of those stupid jokes and you laugh it was and you know what the best thing about rush hour was the the outtakes i love the outtakes at the end of the film um and like jackie chan's uh mistakes and things they were brilliant um yeah yeah well yeah definitely a big fan of rush hour i think they were i remember i think i saw rush hour one or it could have been even two like i don't know five or six times in the cinema wow yeah you but, that, five or six times. but that was also because Damn. we had an auntie we had an auntie who had uh worked in the cinema and gave us free tickets so we just kept watching it um so, oh yeah yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. but it That's was iconic it was great 
I mean, um, I was thinking about it generally. I think um, Jackie Chan had quite a few Hollywood movies around then. Um, mm. I remember the Tuxedo and a few others. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think he ever had a really good, good movie. Um, Rush Hour was the exception, but even then it was a comedy. It wasn't like a, a typical Jackie Chan action movie. And I don't think they ever had a good Jackie Chan action movie uh, with like lots of Jackie Chan style fight scenes and stuff. Um, no, and no. the only example I can think of, and I always talk about this, I'm sure I've talked about it very recently as well, is um, uh, The Foreigner on Netflix. Brilliant film. That yeah. was probably the, the first time, yeah, the first time I saw Jack Chan do like Jack Chan style action scenes and stunts, and it felt like an action movie. It was a lot darker than the usual yeah, stuff, yeah. but um, yeah. it was the first time I didn't feel like they were maybe wasting, wasting some of his talent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I was just about to mention The Foreigner as well. Um, but occasionally, occasionally he has some films which are um, like translated. Um, so there will be there will be, uh, uh, they, be uh, like released in you know uh, in in the east eastern market and then um, and then released later on, um, which is dubbed for uh, for the western market. And sometimes they look you know they look amazing. They actually look amazing, um, but uh, I, I never managed to catch them actually. And actually, it's been on my list to watch uh, a few of them. Um, but what did we have recently? Uh, was it Bleed? Yeah, Bleed. Uh, yeah, I mean the stuff I used. To, um, I remember Jackie Chan is um, uh, some of his more classic stuff, which I still, I think I might rewatch actually, just because I haven't done it in a while. But stuff like um, uh, Drunken Master, um, that was one of them. Yeah, classic. Uh, what else was there? Is Rumble in the Bronx one of his? I feel like it is. I can't remember. I can't remember. Rumble in the Bronx. I feel like it is. I feel like it is. Uh, I'm looking at his most uh, most popular stuff. So Drunken Master was 1978, man. Yeah, yeah. These are old, old. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Bronx, I think, was maybe a bit more recent. They had Shanghai Noon. I remember that was actually terrible. Yeah, was Shanghai. Similar, wasn't it? Was very that Owen Wilson? Principle. Owen Wilson, yeah. yeah. Uh, who's who's? I think yeah. Owen Wilson is in is yeah. in um Loki. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Rumble in the Bronx, nineteen ninety five. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a really really good one. Um, um trying to think of some of the other classic ones. Like yeah, yeah he had some random ones which are sort of middle, actually middle, because the Shang he had Shanghai Knights as well, which is the uh, other sort of follow up, I think. Yeah. Um, Shanghai Noon. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed his Karate Kid. I, I thought his Karate Kid was really good. Yeah, I need to watch that. Actually, I haven't seen that. Um, I imagine actually it's not bad at all. Just yeah, it's, um... it's, 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 a, it's a very good film to watch with the kids. Um, it's a very good modern adapt- adaptation of it. And um, my kids love it. We, we keep watching scenes from it. And it's good. I enjoyed it. I actually thought, you know, Karate Kid is such a classic. You don't want to touch it. Uh, but I liked it. I actually, one of the rare cases where actually I feel like it's as good, if not better. Um, the original. Um, there are other yeah. classics. I remember we used to have these doggy DVDs. Yeah, but like uh, Mr. The fact nice I'm watching... Guy. Do you watch Mr. Nice Guy? <laughs> um, I don't think I have seen that. I might have actually if I've seen clips. I might remember it. Um, the other one I can remember is Police Story. Yeah, I oh, think that was the name. There's a, there's a crime story. A police story as well. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I think. Um, uh, the fact I'm going back to all these old movies as well, I think, is uh, all about the coronavirus delays in production. <laughs> so, like, there's nothing else to watch. So, like, go to visit the classics. 
I, I think we're going to start seeing stuff coming out now. Um, I need to go see A Quiet Place uh, 2. Oh, I really uh, want to watch that. I really, really want to. I mean, people are saying the reviews are good. The reviews. Yeah, yeah. Good. Dude, they've already greenlit uh, Quiet Place 3. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but I don't think Krasinski is coming back for that as a director, but um, he'll be producing it. And then uh, third one, and then the next Conjuring as well. So these are both in the cinema right now. So I definitely want to try and watch them. Oh, Conjuring, I can live without, but um, <laughs> Quiet Place I'm okay with. The first Conjuring was genius, man. It was like in terms of horror films, they've been so terrible recently. There's only like every 10 years a, a really a good horror film comes out and Conjuring was one of them. Um, uh, so, so yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited about that. And even the Conjuring 2 was really good. Man. Have you seen any of the Conjurings? I feel like I've seen maybe one. Um, man, it's uh, creepy. They are with creepy you. stuff. Yeah, yeah. They are creepy stuff, man. Um, was the first one? I think I did see the first one with you. I remember seeing a bunch of them with you and um, being traumatized afterwards and <laughs> hanging around in the uh, sort of hanging around in the um, uh, car park afterwards because all of us were a bit and <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm looking at the plot now and um, yeah, three oh seven. I think uh, I remember us talking about setting someone's alarm for three oh seven a.m. We would have been really cool. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Cool, man. Well, that's good. That's good. I think that brings us to the end of our little list of things to discuss, isn't it? Yeah. Um, any any food you want to mention? Just because we always have that little food item. I had. Oh, I had. Okay. Well, yeah. I had. I tried this one place in Cardiff called um, Volcano, um, and it's basically a J- Japanese all you can eat, um, mm. uh, but it's actually really nice. They do halal chicken, halal lamb. Uh, sorry, halal chicken, halal beef. Um, and uh, of course, the rest is like very fish based, isn't it? Salmon, prawns, etc. And it's all you can eat, and it's actually very reasonable. Um, they have a very interesting system, so you can order five times, right? Mm-hmm. And each each time, so there's five rounds, and each time one person can order four dishes. The small dishes, but a person can order four. Um, uh, and uh, if you leave a dish that's unfinished, they charge you for it extra wow that's different that's very mm. different and he's so like basically... we want to save the planet we, we don't want you to be wasting food so we'll charge you if you waste food oh yeah that's why you're okay yeah that's why huh. i believe him <laughs> um <laughs> definitely so basically you order five times and you get five dishes you get each four time. dishes yeah four dishes. dishes four or five dishes i can't remember now yeah something like that each time but then um, do you have to have like a certain number of people with you no, no, you can go by yourself if you wanted. Okay, but and, and so okay, so you could only go for two rounds, and that's fine. Yeah, if you wanted, yeah. Um, to be honest, I think we managed two or three max, and we were dead. Oh, that makes sense. And h- how much is it for a single? To, to so get- single is in the twenties. Uh, so an adult is like twenty. So it is pricey as far as okay, buffets go. Yeah, but but then um, you're gonna base it. Yeah, I guess it's not like buffet food. It's it's fresh made and yeah, it's fresh made and they bring it to you. So it's not bad. So I mean, if you're talking about two, uh, uh, you know a couple is about forty something, which for a mid tier place is not that bad. Uh, but it's not something I'd eat like every week sort of thing. Um, and I'm guessing it's reasonably quick between when you order and when they arrive with the food. Yeah, they, they have to be quick because they only give you two hours to sit. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, but you know, I think it's pretty reasonably priced considering uh, what it is. Um, but yeah, definitely recommend it. It's really good quality food for, for like a special. I think it's for me. I think I'd probably reserve it for like special occasions. Um, um, 
just because I've got like six people in my family. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's just, uh, yeah, it just becomes a bit crazy. But I'm glad I enjoyed that. The other thing I tried was this new Berlin Donut place and uh, Berlin, uh, Berlini Donut in uh, Cardiff, which is like a take on the whole, uh, you know, German Donut Kebab thing. Mm. So it's nice. It was, it was very nice, actually. It's a uh, decent uh, beef donut. They say veal, 100% veal, donor wheat. So, uh, no, do you know veal? I just, I don't think I can eat it. Why? I've been offered it before, but I think it's just conceptually, one, it's too light when, when you get it. Like beef should be dark and veal is like pink. Um, I, I think that's more problem. But it, no, it doesn't, look, is, it doesn't look like that. It doesn't look like that. I've when not you have come it. across any of the... Yeah. But I mean, it's it's also just like kind of cruel, right? It's like <laughs> baby cow, baby baby cows. Yeah, but I mean, I yeah, we, like you know. it feels like it's adding an. It's like this is spiced with cruelty. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> but yeah, I can see what you mean. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But anyway, it's, it's just it's something nice. like if you it's didn't nice. tell me it was real, I did it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It, it looks, it basically looks like it looks like beef. But for all intents and purposes, it's like beef. So, yeah, just uh, I just wish they didn't tell me it was real because then I'm just <laughs> thinking about the sad baby cow I'm eating. Oh, oh man, you're switching to vegan. What's going on? <laughs> I'm not because if I know that cows had a rich, long, fulfilling life, I have no problems eating that cow. It's, it's like it's a baby cow. It's like that cow hasn't grown up but, yet. But lamb's the same. The lamb is the same, the baby baby sheep. I thought lamb was just a type of... Because like mut- mutton. Mut- mutton is when it becomes old. Okay, let me phrase. I always thought lamb was like middle-aged sheep and mutton was old sheep. We call it spring lamb, don't they? That's it. So, you know, Google. What is spring Don't tell me this because it might put me off lamb. <laughs> yeah, it's three to five months old. Really, old lamb is three to five months it's old. A spring, a spring lamb. Oh yeah, but I don't have a spring. I just like lamb is just uh, like the generic term, isn't it? Lamb is a sheep that is basically less than one year old, um, and then um, spring lamb. Yeah, no, you're right. I think they'd have to be over. Uh, man, for us, you know, you're just ruining. <laughs> it's okay, bro. That was their destiny. That's that. That was uh, you know, to quote Thanos. <laughs> you know, um, you know. Uh, I'm sorry, little one, but <laughs> it had to be done. Okay, okay. Well, um, I'm actually looking this up now. No, apparently there's also there's lamb, hogget, and mutton. Lamb is under 12 months. Yeah. Hogget is basically up to um, old age, and then it's mutton. Um, and in most countries, with the exception of Australia. Uh, hogget and lamb are inclusive, so mm. only in places like Australia, New Zealand, would they say oh, it's a hogget rather than a lamb. In 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 the UK, we'd say lamb. So that actually that that works for me, as long as the lamb I'm eating is hogget. I think I'm okay. <laughs> I don't know why it makes a difference to me. I have no idea. I never knew this. Why you're like, this baby is, animals? Seems this is brand new information. I used to be grossed up by baby chickens until I realized they were a type of chicken and not baby chickens. Okay, that's new to me. 
Like, oh, so your baby actually, chickens are not actually yeah. baby chickens. They're just like a type of chicken, which is small. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. They're, they're a completely different species or something. And maybe not the different species, but I don't know. I don't know what the term is. But... This, this is basically you making up stuff in your head just to justify <laughs> eating baby chicken. <laughs> That's what... It's like, sure. Like, the blade goes to the butcher. This is their species, right? It's not a child chicken I'm eating. And butcher's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> <Are you Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh okay that's very interesting i didn't realize that but i'm also very interested like you, 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 yeah okay so you're more of a mutton uh, and old old animal guy I, I don't know i don't know why but um i think it's, <laughs> it's mainly from veal i think to be honest with the animals yeah. i'd probably be, be okay eating i think veal just recrosses me yeah. for lots of different reasons but you know some people actually prefer the mutton the older mutton taste they, they love that mature no, taste i do of that i mutton. do i prefer i prefer um, i prefer I, 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 I mean it's been a while since i've had mutton actually so i, I want to compare side by side well, mutton i think is the best type of um lamb sheep whatever you want to call it um yeah. and i think mutton curries are always the best like a mutton curry is is just easily one of the best foods out there Oh, nice, nice. Well, did you try anything new, WA, food-wise? Nope. I don't think I've been anything interesting at all, man. Um, I've gone to a few regular haunts, but uh, I'm not really eating out much. I think I've now gone to the habit of it. Um, I'm eating more at home. Um, and yeah, there's, I mean, yeah, that volcano place sounds good, actually. I might try and find an yeah. excuse to go there because, uh, you know, it's a bit different. It sounds a bit more interesting. But I think my challenge will be to try something I've never tried before for the next episode of Shake It, so I can talk about it. <laughs> I got a suggestion: veal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> had to be done. <laughs> it was too easy. Oh, but sounds come good, back man. With the, come back next week and just traumatize. <laughs> cool. All right, man. Well, that's that's fun. Um, thank you guys for sticking around and good bearing with our little absence in recording, but. Um, you know, well, we've been pretty regular. I think we're allowed the day off now and again. Well, we only missed it. We, we, we did two episodes yeah. this month, so we've missed two weeks. But um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think considering we managed to keep it going in Ramadan, I think uh, a bit of breathing space is good. And hopefully hit the ground running again. And um, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good, I'm afraid. Cool. Well, until next week, guys. Um, please tune in to Shake a Show. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, and support us on Patreon if you can. And find us at Shake It on Twitter. Until next time, it's now I go from Raz and Double A. Make dwarf for his throat, guys. Make dwarf for his throat. Thank you. It's Thank not you. like him all. <laughs>